Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Emmett Audio episode six. I'm here in my kitchen making a quick cup of coffee before I go to the Grove and start tying reeds for a couple of hours. Um, But today I wanted to talk about taking good photographs, um, particularly taking photographs of spoons, because that's what I uh, found myself needing to know how to do when I started spoon carving um, and posting on Instagram. And uh, sorry, I'm just flipping through my book here. Ah, there's the page. Okay, I have a little thing in my notebook about the topics I want to cover. So the first thing when it comes to taking photographs really of anything, um, but uh, of spoons in particular, is to use natural light at all costs. And this often means turning off all uh, indoor lights, even if it's not particularly bright outside. Um, because what you want is the the tones, the cool tones of the natural sunlight, even if it's just a little bit, <clears throat> rather than the uh, warm tones that come from uh, lamps. So uh, it's extremely hard to get uh, a photograph that sort of has the right color range um, if it's anything other than natural light. Um, the second thing that I think about when I think of taking pictures of spoons is framing and simplicity. So uh, oftentimes, you know, my house is chaotic because I have two small children, but uh, the more I can do to sort of zoom in on the spoon, isolate it within a relatively limited palette of colors and sort of with relatively few distractions, that's really helpful. Um, With a real camera, you can do this quite simply by narrowing the depth of field so that only the spoon is in focus and then everything else is sort of color behind it. But um, a lot of times with pictures taken from looking straight down um, uh, with a phone camera, there's just a lot of clutter in the background. So take a moment, you know, clean off a surface, put your spoon down, take a picture of it. I like to hold something constant when I take pictures of spoons. I almost always take pictures of them looking straight down with the bowl up, uh, with the exception sometimes with scoops I'll do the the handle up. And the reason I like to hold that constant is that it allows me to better compare across spoons in time, right? Because if you think about it, a lot of spoons, they, they leave and you don't get to think about them again. And you forget sort of it's hard to compare one to the other unless you're sort of holding one variable constant so that you can say, okay, you know, look at my serving spoon now versus my serving spoon from a year ago. Gosh, that's really interesting. Look at those proportion changes. Um, And if you're constantly taking spoons from all different angles, um, it's hard to see those details. Uh, I find it extremely difficult to take a picture of spoons that are of different species because different colored woods like walnut and birch, for instance, need very different things in terms of lighting in order to be shown to their best advantage. <clears throat> and every time that I have tried to do it, I've always regretted it. So for me, I always uh, separate out spoons. I don't... Um, I don't... Uh, photograph every single spoon by itself. I've carved several things in a day and I just don't feel like taking a picture of each, then I'll I'll put them together and try and find an interesting composition that way. Um, uh, I often try and put my spoons on imperfect or rough sawn or just imperfect surfaces because the imperfect background makes the spoon look more perfect. If you put your spoon on melamine or some man-made surface that's perfect, 
then the spoon itself will show every single imperfection. Um, I search for true randomness um, in that uh, I don't want my pictures to look too stylized. So for instance, a classic for me is if I want to take a picture of a bunch of pile of spoons, I will dump the spoons on the ground and take the picture. And I often try and take just one picture of a situation. And as my eyes gotten better, I've been able to take fewer and fewer. But even when I was starting out, I would take two, three. As soon as I started getting into four or five pictures, I noticed that there was uh, rigidity and they started to feel forced. Um, and so as soon as you find yourself tweaking things, you're losing that sort of breath of life and fresh air that comes with it. Um, and and then last, I, I try not to use filters too much. Um, and I try to really sort of tone things down so that things look as true as possible. Now that I'm taking most of my pictures on a real camera, I find that I'm basically never using a filter. Um, so I hope that helps, guys. And I'm looking forward to seeing more of your pictures. Tag me in them uh, when you take a picture for this the apprenticeship challenge. Okay.